welcome to Ask Questions. These are not experts. These are not journalists. They are just improvisers. Please do not take them or their advice seriously. Godspeed. listening to ask questions this is tyler i'm sarah so i'm really scared sarah i'm frightened Mm -hmm. okay i I decided to track down jonathan Uh uh-huh on his boat okay so tyler where are you i'm on a schooner off the coast of monterey as we speak why are you calling me because i don't know who to call I'm lost. It's storming. It's very dark. I'm frightened. There's a swordfish. I saw a swordfish. They're dangerous. They're like Are the thing that got the, the the crocodile hunter guy. The 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 um crikey the crocodile guy. Crocodile hunter. Yeah. Well, maybe who's he got? He's, oh, that was a manta ray. Not a not a swordfish. It was close. They're both pointy. Anyhow, I saw one, and it could have killed me. And it's very loud here, and I'm very frightened, and I don't know what to do. Okay. Uh, um. Do you you need me to call someone for you? Yes, you're the adult. You're the most adult person I know. I don't know who to call in this situation. Who do I call? I I guess I'll call the Coast Guard. Hey, Coast Tyler. Guard, that's it. Okay, so this is weird, but we're supposed to interview a guy in the Coast Guard. Well, it's serendipitous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. Kathy set it up. Okay. Yeah, you know, she told me not to rent this boat. Hmm. She, uh... Also, she's gonna need a ride from the docks in, uh... Off the coast of Monterey, like I said. Where I left her. So... Okay, well, um, I'll just connect, I'll just connect Clint and see what, his name's, his name's Clint Leland, he's in the Coast Guard. Uh, let me see if he's ready. Okay, uh, Clint? Howdy. Uh, Clint, uh, my co-host Tyler is supposed to be on this, uh, interview as well, and apparently he's marooned? Is that is that what you would say, or he's I, lost at sea? Is that I would is that say what marooned I'm a, is adrift. I would say I'm adrift, adrift. And, and there's really tall waves, Clint. And I saw a swordfish, and I am frightened for my life. Yes, you would say you are marooned or stranded. Um, that's a code B fifty. So you would call someone like me to come rescue you in that situation. Okay, can you can you come B fifty me? Yeah, I'd love to. As soon as we're done with this podcast, I'll come and help uh, tug you back to safety. Okay. I The problem is I don't know where I am. I don't know how you find me when I don't know where I'm at. Where I'm at. You can use the stars for navigation. If you see the North Star, um, it's kind of close to the Big Dipper, um, which looks like a little spoon. Uh, Tyler, I just want to interrupt. Uh, if you have internet to facetime us to be on this call uh to be on this zoom call why don't you just look at for your location with the internet because google maps doesn't work with the sea it's not the same as if you're just trying to find the applebee's on 
corner of Jackson and Third. Yeah, right? I, I I have no cloud. It's nothing but cloud cover here. It's like a typhoon. Mm-hmm. I can't see the stars. I don't have a latitude or longitude. I, I have no I, I idea. The GPS isn't really picking me up. Like I've got somewhat of a reception. That's about it. That's true, Sarah. The have... the sea and Google have been feuding for years. Yeah, I'm in international waters. I don't think they're allowed to do satellites there. Tyler, how do you have cell phone service if you're that far out? I've got one of those like really old ones from the 1980s, the ones that are the size of a briefcase. Oh. Show enough, they work out here. Huh. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, uh, Clint, obviously Tyler's going to be a minute. So uh, just him talking about this, does, does the size of the sea, of the ocean, does it ever scare you? Not at all. Clint? Um, I find it very calming, the vast openness of the waves and how big the world is. It makes me feel a little like my problems are smaller than I thought they were. But, Clint, what I'm asking is, have you ever had the experience of, oh, look, I'm alone on a boat. And look, I'm really, really, really alone. There's no one close to me at all it's miles and miles and miles nautical miles and miles and miles till the closest person and i could die all alone out here have you ever thought that oh yeah i've definitely thought about it but i don't scare too easy Mm -hmm. and i mean i do get to missing my mama and you know i miss having uh, fun times with her but other than that i mean it's kind of calm on the ocean hey hey clint hey clint hey clint Hey, Clint. Yeah. Hey, Clint. Uh, you said I'm, I'm in a B-20 right now? Yeah, it sounds about right. What kind of B am I in if I sprung a leak? Um, that's definitely a, a red alert when your vessel is leaking okay. or taking on water. So uh, if that's happening, okay. you're going to want to get more flotation devices ready or start praying. Sure. So this is... Oh, okay. That doesn't sound great. Uh, I'm on a. It's, it's about a hundred and twenty-seven foot long schooner. Uh, about how long do you think I have before I really go down? Depends. I mean, if you're going to be on the side where it's leaking, not very long at all. But if you go on to the other end, you can hold on to that bad boy for dear life quite a while. Clint, I can't swim. Sarah knows this. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a bad swimmer. Mm-hmm. I have a negative buoyancy. I would get a flotation device, maybe like a large book or a. Um, anything made of rubber and air, or if you can even turn a big bowl upside down and capture some air, that should work. That's going to that's gonna suck, to uh, be honest with you, Clint, because I thought that that would weigh the, the ship down, the schooner down, so I threw all that overboard mm-hmm. to help me stay afloat longer. Well, Tyler, as soon as we're mm-hmm. done here, I'll definitely come and scoot on over and try and help find you. That'd be great. Do you, do you have to help a lot of people like me, people who have no business out on the waters like myself? Does this happen often? Oh, yeah. People run out of gas when they're pontooning or they end up with uh, hitting a rock or a reef they didn't see. So Coast Guard's always here to help, you know, our American citizens day or night. Uh, okay, so Clint, I have a question for you. What are the what are the scariest things that could happen to a person out on the ocean? Can, like, we, can we not? That's... Just, just, I bet there's, I bet there's all kinds of animals out there that would just plop up in your boat and 
take a big bite, right? Yeah, definitely sea life can be frightening if you're in shark-filled waters, but you can Uh die from dehydration on the ocean way before you ever sink. So you want to make sure that Uh you're aware of how your hydration levels are and you can get sunbaked. Okay, but Clint, talk about something more scary than hydration. What about... Hold that thought. I've been drinking all this salt water because I also threw my <laughs> bottled water overboard because I thought that was also weigh the boat down. So I got thirsty. I thought, well, I'm surrounded by water. Man, it's really salty. But that's how I like my popcorn. So I drink the water and I'm great. I feel great so far. Am I going to die? Clint, I drink a lot of salt Tyler, water. Tyler, to be honest, I like to take a little sip of salt water myself sometimes. But if you go ahead and get to puking quick, I think you can stop the dehydration before it becomes a problem for your brain. Oh, so Clint, your uh, way to to solve dehydration is by puking. Is that is that going to really keep them keep them hydrated? Well, just the salt water ratio can actually be more deadly oh. than just getting it out of your system. Trust me, Tyler. I've gone on a bender okay. some days and had a little too much salt water, so. Just give yourself a little Heimlich or finger down the throat, and you'll be good. I, I can't. I can't do that. I, I I'm physically incapable of vomiting. Again, this is another thing Sarah knows about me. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. It's documented in medical textbooks. I don't have the little esophageal flap that allows that. That's to happen. funny, Tyler. I can't so, fart. We're like brothers. We, we could be brothers of the sea. As soon as you come rescue me, after this call, or even now. Whatever. Oh, there's a lot of water. Sarah, I'm going to be right back. I got to pail this water with my hands because I also threw the buckets overboard. I'll be right back. So, Clint, you said that you missed your your mamma. Did you say mamma? Oh, yeah. Mamma Sassies. I miss her. Mm hmm. Tell me all about your mamma right before you go rescue Tyler. After you tell me, after you tell me about your mamma, then you can go rescue Tyler. Well, Mamma Sassies is a long, long, long uh, bastion of this community. Uh, she's been raising me since I was little, and you know I lost my parents mm-hmm. in the sea a long time ago, and that's when I decided to become a, um, a, you know, a protector of the ocean and people in it. Oh, so you lost your parents to the sea? That's right. They were pontooning, and unfortunately, they came up upon a reef that was covered in very deadly Irukandji jellyfish, which are not native to this part of the ocean. So it was a freak accident. Mm. Are the, would those would those be native to the part of the ocean where Tyler is? If he's in the Australian hemisphere, then certainly he could run into them. They're very tiny and very painful. Mm. Well. Maybe, maybe, maybe he'll uh, run into those or, I mean, it sounds like you don't even have to be there. Sometimes they can just grab you. Uh, So you lost your parents to the ocean at a young age. How old were you? I was about six or seven. Mm, Six or seven. You don't remember exactly how old you were when your parents died? Not really, to be honest. I mean, it's just so long ago and. You know, Mamaw's taking mm-hmm. real good care of me, and she don't like to talk about it. So I just, I just mm-hmm. try to reminisce more about the good times, and you know, I'm proud of who I am now. So that's what's important to me. All right. So your Mamaw doesn't like to talk about your parents. Is your Mamaw is she your maternal or your paternal grandmother? Uh, yes, ma'am. She is my paternal. She's your paternal. So she she was your dad's mother. That's right. It's my daddy's mama, and. She makes a really amazing 
mashed potatoes, and boy, I can't wait to have some when I get off this shift tonight. Mm. Hey, 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 Clint, sorry to, sorry to interrupt. Um, how dangerous is a swordfish? Well, if you're a small prey, it can be really dangerous, but someone uh-huh. as big as you, Tyler, I think uh-huh. you're the most at risk of losing an eyeball if you're looking right at it. Otherwise, you should be safe. Okay, what about 12 of them? Because I am now being surrounded by a school of swordfish. Swordfishes? Swordfish? Um, that's Swordfish. If you're in a school of swordfish, that's called a cutlery. And if you're in a cutlery, you definitely want to make sure that you are keeping your hands and arms up around your neck to prevent lacerations. Because um, once they smell uh-huh. blood, they just get annoyed. They ain't there to drink it, but they don't like the smell in their waters. Tyler, you are always bleeding. Are you bleeding right now? You just always have just all these open cuts on your arms. I mean, and yeah, I do have a boo-boo on my elbow because I fell on the deck trying to scoop all this water off. And some of the blood went in the water, didn't it, Tyler? Obviously, because it's like a nightclub out there for swordfish. They're all just bumping and grinding, waiting for this schooner to go down. Clint, I really need you here, buddy. Really need you. Uh- I have I have one question before you leave for Tyler. Uh, so, Tyler, did you know that octopus can go through any hole that is the size of their beak or smaller? And their beaks are like really little. So how big is the hole that's in your boat right about now? Uh, I would say uh, ping pong, ping, ping oh, pong yeah. ball sized. I'm a little concerned because like I too, though, have a lot of holes and orifices mm-hmm. clint do i have to be worried about an octopus going down my throat or up my butthole not in this situation tyler octopus are very aggressive to swordfishes so you should hope that one should crawl into an open crevasse oh so i could have a real king kong versus godzilla moment is what you're saying mm-hmm. they're very intelligent creatures they're on par with crows um they're lesser than dolphins but um you know, my mama always said, if you got an octopus in one hand, then don't even worry about the other one, because they've got all the hands you need. Okay, that's good, because I could really use a hand, because the water is building back up again. So I'm going to go mm-hmm. and paddle the water with my hands off the deck, because this thing's going down, and boy, are there a lot of swordfish. So many more swordfish now. I'll be right back. Uh, Clint, do you think it's, do you think it's strange that the swordfish are going to uh, go around the boat? Is this a weird a weird thing for you? Not at all. Swordfish, once they get together, tend to focus on an object and encapsulate it. This way they feel like... The cutlery. That's right. In a cutlery, they want to establish territory quick, fast, and easy. So together mm-hmm. is the best way to do that, Sarah. So what do you think they're going to do to Tyler? I imagine they'll start ramming into him at high speeds, or at least high speeds for a water fish. Um, I could probably ram into him faster if I was swimming, honestly, but he still could be in danger. He sounds quite incompetent, so I reckon even a small group of guppies could kill him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Clint, I know it's really important that you get to Tyler, but uh, Tyler, do, do you need something? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I tried to establish dominance with mm-hmm. the swordfish, and um, I, I, I went out there and... Uh, yelled at them really loud and threw my hands in the air and then in the water. And then this happened. This oh, my God. Is, yeah. 
my whole hand is just I have a new orifice here. I have the same scar, uh, Tyler. I don't feel much pain. You can see my hand is also quite eviscerated by sea life. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. I think okay. we're more like brothers um, now. Cool. So what do I do? Because boy, is there a lot of blood, and boy, is there a lot more swordfish now. Just hmm. keep doing what you're doing. If the pain's not making you pass out, um, I'm gonna make a quick trip to this Seven Eleven on the water. I ate all my mamaw's candies earlier, so I'm a bit peckish. You want anything? I mean, I kind of feel it's critical that mm-hmm. I get towed ashore. However, you're right. This isn't hurt. I'm not sure if it's all that salt water or the uh, fifth whiskey I had before I took this boat. Oh, I'll get you uh, a Jones soda. That goes real whiskey with, or I'm sorry, that goes real well with whiskey on the water. How about uh, how about a Band-Aid, a bandage? Because I threw those overboard as well. Oh, I have a first aid kit, so I'll just get you the Jones, and I'll get you a, a Reese's uh, Take Five too. I love those. Can we? Can we? Can we? Can we just minus five, and you just get here sooner, and not go by the seven? Oh boy, there's a lot more water. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Oh boy. Oh boy. Okay, so Clint, do you? Do you know what I'm talking about? Sometimes there are people who see these. I, I can't remember the name for it, but the people who see these marks on the middle of their palm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, it's a stigmata. You know, when then all of a sudden they develop a mark on their palm that it looks like they like it looks like the the holes um, in Jesus's hands. Is that a thing that swordfish do? Do they purposefully form stigmata in people? Well, if you wanted to be a superstitious Sarah you might say that they purposefully target the hands for religious purposes um, mm-hmm. but me personally I think it's just from trying to block their spear hole nose hey Clint Clint my boat's almost sank and the swordfish are in a flying V is that a problem a flag V means they're gearing up for something big so I just keep an eye on the front one he's gonna come at you first or she yeah it's like it's like the Mighty Ducks. Clint, uh, I know you've got to get to Tyler, but uh, you just mentioned, are, are swordfish particularly religious? I've seen one or two praying before, but no one believes me except my mamaw. Um, I do think all creatures believe in a higher power, one or the other. So there's no doubt in my mind that a swordfish could get together and form some sort of prayer-like position. Do you think there's any possibility that these swordfish that are attacking Tyler are doing some sort of religious ceremony? Well, if they're good people, and it sounds like they're not, I imagine they're trying to put to rest Tyler's soul so that they can enjoy the feast they're about to have and the bounty before them. Hey, guys. Hey. So, schooner's gone. It's... Mm-hmm. There is a piece of the deck, though, that broke off. Um, I'm afloat. Clint, if you want to come find me, just me, my briefcase, cell phone, and a whole lot of swordfish. Okay. I mean, they were out of the Jones soda, I just want you to know. So I ended up getting you a crush, orange crush. Kind kind of don't think I care, Clint. Really don't. I'm bleeding a lot. There's a lot of blood. Tyler, have you tried, uh, have you tried leading the swordfish in some sort of religious ceremony clint and i were just talking about while you were scooping the water out about how the fish are probably religious i don't know 
to a fish god? Am I supposed to pray to a fish god? Maybe. Uh, I Is it storming there, Tyler? It is yeah. loud. Yes, it is coming down. It's so bad. There's very tall waves. I am... I feel like I'm probably doomed, actually, Sarah. So I want you to know that if I don't make it back, you can have my my vinyl collection. Hmm. I don't want that. It's all wet. I would like the vinyl collection. Uh, Clint, you need to understand that when you go and you get a record out, the record will be a little bit wet. I'm not talking about because it's in the ocean. I'm just saying that all all of his records, they're a little wet. It's really kind of disturbing. Yeah, but also the real classics, Clint. It's just like a book on tape, but about the Gremlins movies. Mm-hmm. But wet. Ooh, that reminds me. I'd love to go pick up a quick blockbuster film on the water here. You want anything, Tyler? Maybe like an mm-hmm. old classic movie? Maybe a horror thriller? No, because I'm living one right now about swordfish in a storm. Yeah, Clint. Clint, I think maybe you should be in a little bit more. I mean, I've been... I've been egging you on as much as anyone else, but I'm actually starting to get a little bit worried about Tyler. And I, I would kind of like for you to. Whoa, Nelly. That was a big one. That was a big wave. Expediate the rescue mission. Okay. Clint, Clint, I'm willing to try the, the fish God thing. I just need a fish God name to you're, you're a man of the sea. Just tell me something to shout. Well, you could, you can try Poseidon. Uh, you can try Sarah Lou. She's a famous fish god. Um, you can also try Cthulhu. Um, a lot of Lou's in, in the fish lore. Okay, okay. All right, I'm going to try that. How? What do I say to Poseidon? Well, you know, just first off, honor him and his wetness, and that you are but a, a useless weakling in the ocean of his might. And that respect mm-hmm. often will translate to the to the swordfish. Okay, I'm gonna try. I'll be I'll be right back. Hold on. Oh, Poseidon, he who is eternally damp. That's good. I am but a crustacean under your feet. There you go. Mm-hmm. Take mercy upon me and my terrestrial nature, for I have become adrift in your internal bounty. Hey man, that's pretty good, Tyler. You ever think about maybe being a preacher to fish or maybe prawns or something? I, you know what though, I I think you're onto something. Maybe I've struck a chord because the swordfish uh, are pushing my my makeshift raft to I'm assuming safety. Are there fish god, one or the other? I don't know. Well, you know my mama always says you either get to praying or you get to swimming. Well, I can't mm. swim. I don't know if you heard me, but I'm not that good at praying, Clint. So you better get your ass out here. Tyler, you don't have a like a gun or a crossbow or anything, do you? I had a harpoon, but I threw it overboard because it was made out of metal and that's heavy. Okay, good. Good. Just making sure. Um, because your your current experience, I'm sure I'm sure you're not f- familiar with the poem, The Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. No, no, I'm not. And well, you know, the the ancient mariner came and he saw an albatross mm-hmm. and then the albatross is what made the wind blow. So then he followed the albatross, but then mm-hmm. he thought the albatross was causing the fog. So he killed the albatross mm-hmm. and then the wind stopped and then they all died from Oh, I thirst. know that poem, Sarah. So, it goes like mm-hmm. this. Blowy fish, blowy fish. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Make the wind stop. 
in all of the snow. I see really clear and now I can swim back to the fish land. Hooray for him. Poseidon. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. I love that. Hey, Sarah, I do feel a little called out about the poem, though. I'm going to be honest with you that the wound in my hand was self-inflicted when I tried to shoot a swordfish. I harpooned myself. Well, Tyler, you really bungled this all up because mm -hmm. our whole our whole uh, religious ceremony mm -hmm. of the swordfish was all based on this idea that the swordfish had inflicted stigmatas on you. Mm -hmm. So if you had just told us the truth from the beginning, Clint would have already come out and rescued you now. Oh, no. Right, I didn't Clint? want to seem incompetent to Clint is what it was. And I promise I'm hurrying as fast as I can, Tyler, but I did have a knee doctor appointment on the water so I'm going to go ahead and get those reflexes checked real quick because you want to have good legs on the water. Don't want water on the knees. Clint, do you go to the knee doctor just to get your reflexes checked? Oh, yeah. Ain't nothing more important on the water than having good springy knees. Mm -hmm. You know, Clint, it's fine. I, I don't care if you ever come save me now. These swordfish are taking me to Poseidon knows where. No, I'm on my way, Tyler. Don't worry. I'm coming as fast as I can. My doctor said it'll be about 10 more minutes. Tyler, are these fish taking you to shore or away from shore? I don't know because all I can see and all I've been able to see for some time is water. I ha I've lost sight of the land hours ago. It's all right, Tyler, if you end up taking a fishwife. Sometimes at the sea, we do have to take a fishwife every now and then. Do you think that would prevent them from murdering me oh yeah there's no way they're going to kill a married man huh okay tyler uh i guess you need to marry a fish i don't know how to hit on a fish guys i'm sorry i just went to little Do caesar's do you want maybe some breadsticks um we have a large floating community a lot of people don't know how vast the community is on the water but it's like a little city here no can't say that i do clint can't say that i need anything except Rescuing. Hey, Clint, why don't you, uh, head, is that your last errand? Can you go ahead and head over to Tyler? Yeah, because this pizza is hot and ready. This pizza's hot and ready, Clint. Take me out the oven. You know what, guys? I just realized I forgot my good socks. I have to go back to my mammals just for one second, and I'll be right out there, Tyler, to help. Oh, it's cool, guys. I actually, I see where the swordfish were taking me, and it's a giant crab god. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure I'll be fine. I'm sure he's benevolent. It's either that or a lot of blood loss. I've had a lot of blood loss, and I could just be hallucinating it. But it's really big. Should we go ahead? Should we go ahead and do the lightning round before you? Uh... I've been surrounded by crashing lightning on the sea for the last thirty minutes, Sarah. But sure, we can do a lightning round. That's great. Yeah, we should we should wrap this up because I'm in the movie right now, and I'm I'm seeing the new Batman, and they're telling me I can't. Podcast That's like three hours long, here. Clint. It's a three hour long movie. Shh. Okay, Clint. Question one, what is the most religious sea animal? Uh, that is the sea porcupine. Hey, Clint, if one was to fight a giant crustacean, where would its most vulnerable spot be? That'd be on its underbelly or its heart. Clint, how long can you go without drinking water? You can go up to three days or six days if you try real hard. Clint, how long can you go drinking salt water? Uh, I'm still drinking salt water now, so I suppose your whole life if you don't die from it, too. Clint, what, what advice would you give someone who is stranded at sea? Call your local Coast Guard as soon as possible. There's no faster way to get rescued. Scene. Scene. <laughs> All right.
right, guys, thank you so much for listening today. Thank you to our guest, Adario Mercadante. Adario, want to tell them a little bit about yourself and where they can listen to you or find you? Hey, guys, my name is Adario, and you can find me on Instagram at Adario1. I have recently become a cast member on the longest-running show in the history of the Comedy Store. So if you're ever in L.A., Mondays at 10.30 p.m., you can see me in person at the Comedy Store. World famous, y'all. That's really rad. Also, Adario, you left out the part about how you're such a handsome boy. So handsome. Everybody, everybody come find Adario and see how handsome he is. And if you like what you heard and you want to hear more from some of the other guests we've had on this show... You can check us out on the socials, on Facebook, Instagram, and I don't think we have a Twitter. I always ask about the Twitter, Sarah, but I don't think we have a Twitter, but it's Ask Questions Pod. I don't think so. Should we get a Twitter before or after Elon Musk buys it? Didn't he already buy it? It's been held up, apparently. Oh, well, then I guess never. I'm okay with that, too. Uh, Thanks for listening. We love you. We love you. Bye. Mwah.